From downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, I've been rolling through the Dream Buffet and a Sunsoft Direct? Did I hear that correct? Did we do that? I cursed myself with my New Year's resolution. I returned to Dark Tower. Stephen King Dark Tower. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about rolling through icing and other things and all that. And we are your hosts. I'm Trey Hero Hunter Johnson. I'm Jeremy. We'll work for Vacay Mikowski. And I'm John Relic Hunter Knitter. I, uh, I I didn't realize that I put Hunter in my name until after I saw what your name was. I wasn't trying to. We well, can both be hunters. I was I, I was kind of hoping that Jeremy would have said Hunter. Will Hunt for vacay. Yeah, I was hoping we would all accidentally be hunters for some reason. Because I just put it on there because I was thinking of Monster Hunter. And then I was like, oh, wait, John put Hunter too. Maybe, maybe he's going to think that I that I stole his name and called it a different thing. I didn't even realize it until you pointed it out. And had no inspiration. No, I just, I, I didn't even think about it until after. I didn't, I didn't see it, and then I was like, oh, wait, no, I, I totally accidentally took that without looking at it. We're both hunting for things. Nice. I'm hunting for heroes. Jeremy's hunting hunters. for vacations. John's hunting for relics. That's what's happening here. Exactly. Yeah, hero hunter is something I'll, I guess we'll talk about. Let's, uh, t- let's start the show as we normally do and talk about things we bought and things we've been playing. Uh, in between episodes last week, they announced the release date and the price. I think of Kirby's dream buffet and uh, I bought it with my gold points. So I ended up getting the game for around like five bucks. And I think it was 1499 new totally. And uh, it came out last night, Tuesday night for anybody who's keeping track of times here. It came out 11 o'clock, 12 Eastern. And uh, it's a, it's kind of cool. It's basically an on, it's an all online game. I guess you, you can play it two player split screen local if you want. I've just been playing online it's not really like Fall Guys, even though we kind of thought it was to begin with. It's more of a. It's more of like I a, never thought it was, for the record. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure. It, well, I. I, th- I thought that. It, well, you mentioned that there aren't as many characters in there, which which there aren't. But uh, this is more of like a more complex gourmet race, is basically what the game is, which I think is cooler. Gourmet race. Yeah, gourmet race is a thing in in Kirby in the Kirby games. Oh, where you oh, run, okay. where you run and get food. It's basically there's there's two modes. There's the race mode and there's the fighting mode. So when you, so you start off again, it basically alternates. There's four levels for every time you start it. So you do you do the race and then you do the battle royale and then you do another race and then you do another battle royale. And the idea is whoever collects the most strawberries wins. So when you start off the race, every ten strawberries you get, your Kirby gets bigger and you get to go faster. You get to go faster on the race. And there's these little boxes that have like a plate and a fork and a knife by the side of them. 
These are basically like the equivalent of uh, question blocks from Mario Kart. So whenever you go over them, they will give you a random copy ability that you can use to make you go faster or attack the other people while you're in the race. That's basically how it works. There's also like plates that have like five strawberries on them. There's ones that have three. There's like blueberries and blackberries that have that will give you more strawberry points for eating those. And you get a bonus at the end, like Mario Party style. If you've like collect, if you end up collecting like the most amounts of blueberries or killed the most uh, enemies on the level, or or if you fall on the ra- fall off the race, uh, your character kind of like floats, you know, like Kirby would float, and you tap A a bunch to like get back onto the racetrack, and you can actually get like a secret star of sorts for doing that the most, for having for hovering the most, for like falling off and floating back onto the racetrack the most times you can get stuff. So this game can totally Mario Party you. Like as you, if you know from any other Mario Party, where you think you're winning the whole time, and then in the end you don't win because everybody else gets all the bonuses, and they end up being the biggest Kirby. But it's 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 a fun it's a fun simple online game. It's uh you basically you get it you know you'll level up you get points for every time you play, and every time you level up you get a new thing. So you get different you different you get different colors to change your Kirby into, and you get different costumes. Like I just unlocked the Meta Knight costume that looks cool. And I got the Meta Knight color, so now he's blue and he has the wide eyes and all that. So he looks like Meta Knight, and he's rolling around and all that. And it was, uh, it, it kind of took a little bit for me to get used to. Like, I was like, I don't know, because I, I just keep... Because I'm good at the racing part, but then I get my ass beat in the fighting part. Because the fighting part is basically, you need to focus more on attacking people and less on collecting the strawberries, especially at the end. Because if you can actually knock people off of the stage, like Smash Brothers style, and it's like a top-down thing you'll actually get like a whole bunch of extra strawberries just for knocking people off the stage. And I ended up winning twice out of like the 20 or so times that I played or whatever. So I finally got through it. But there, but the, um, the food looks fantastic on it. Like I really, it looks really, really nice. Like there's levels where you're like going through a barbecue and there's like hamburgers and, and pickles and, and uh, tomatoes and like cheese and all this shit all over the place. And the food looks really, really good on there. <laughs> so it's uh, as far as details. The details are really no nice. No game has ever maybe hungrier than Kirby. Yeah, and the idea is to yeah, you get whoever gets the biggest and breaks the breaks the scale wins. But it's fun. It's it's like a fun simple game. And I, I played it last night for a while. I played it today, and I finally won twice today on it. But it's a cool it's a cool little thing. It's very basic. But like I said, uh, every time you get a new level, you get a new thing. You unlock you unlock levels. You unlock costumes. You unlock uh, sweets as they're called. And it's basically like the tile that you start the race on, so you can change what that is. There's some really cool-looking, like, 16-bit ones from uh, from Kirby Superstar that you can unlock. Or, like, pretty much every Kirby, you know, there's, like, Mass Attack. There's, a, there's like, Triple Deluxe. And there's, like, characters from all of the different Kirby games. And there's a little, like, history mode where it'll kind of, like, give you summaries of each of the Kirby games and all that. And you can unlock you know, music from various games as you go through the game as well. So the music will change more often while you're playing single player. But it's a good, like, it's a good celebration of the Kirby world. So, I mean, I think anybody who likes Kirby, like me, will, will enjoy it because <laughs> I've actually been having fun with it. And it's, yeah, it's it's pretty cheap. And it's, and, you know, it falls in the line of Kirby's, you know, more weirder expeditions. And this one is just like one specific thing. And that's basically what it is. But if you like the addictiveness of the party mode and all that, it's fun. It's fun to fuck around with. And you can play two players on it. I don't know if you can do two players online at the same time. I don't know if anybody confirmed that. And I haven't really been able to try it. But I was able to jump right online and find people pretty easily. The only thing that really sucks is sometimes, and I think this is when, like, with, like, any game, 
sometimes you run into somebody who has really, really bad internet, and it runs really, really, really bad when that happens. There was one time where I almost quit because it was just like it's just like so slow. Slideshow. It's like did no, it wasn't a it wasn't a slideshow, but it was like it was like ten it was like ten frames per second something. It was like slow, 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 and I'm just like. I'm like, come on, you know, I, I was like, I'm going to win one finally because the internet's so fucked up and nobody can tell what's happening because it's so slow. So there, yeah, there are some times where it can get really bad depending on your connection. But out of like all the times that I played, I'd say that happened about like 20% of the time I was playing. So most of the time it was really, really, really smooth. But occasionally you get really, really shitty ones where people have bad internet and it's hard to, and it's hard to control. But there's all, there's all sorts of different copy abilities in there. You can turn into the Kirby wheel. You can turn into the tornado. You can turn into the spiky Kirby. You can turn into jelly Kirby. There's this. There's parts in the race where you have to like run into this cookie fence that you have to break, kind of like Pikmin style. Kind of reminds me of Pikmin, where they like just run into it over and over again until it breaks. And uh, it, it basically, it, it's. I think it's there to kind of like rubber band the race a little bit because you can't break it on your own. Like you need other people to come and help you break it. Like well, you have to like run into it multiple times. And if somebody else is there, it'll break quicker. But you can get this jelly ability. Where you can actually turn yourself into jelly, and you can pass under it, where you don't have to break it, and it makes it, it and it makes it so you can go past everybody much quicker in that way. But there, there's cool like strategies and stuff in the game like that. So it, it took me a while to get into, but but I like it. And uh, for some reason, just because I was playing this, I was like, well, you know, I should try Fall Guys. So I went back and I played Fall Guys for a couple times, and yeah, I still, I still don't, I still don't get that game at all. I played it, I played it two times, and I'm like, I'm good. I don't like this game, but it's a uh, it, yeah, and it not and not just because of the weird stop motiony stuff. I think that's fine. It's just I just don't like I just don't like the way it controls, and I'm not good at it at all. So, I was gonna say like try it on the, your PS4 if it's free, if that is still a thing, and uh, kind of make your judgment from there because it is very physics based, but that's fun. That's part of the appeal of it. I mean, the physics work it's fine. Like Octodad, I just thing. yeah, I never liked those games though. I never liked mm-hmm. games where your character doesn't like control. Or right. yeah, Little Big Planet. Or yeah, I hated Little Big Planet too. But that it's was just like because the floaty, the floaty, con- floaty controls were really mm-hmm. bad, and, and Little Big Planet, in my opinion. I tell you, the last I, I realized the last time I turned on the PS4 was when you were here, Jeremy, and I made you watch most of the wrestling matches from AEW Revolution. That was the last time I've turned my PS4 on. So that was like six months ago or something. That was your, uh, <laughs> system that had that app or whatever. Just because that you was the said- system that that had your means of watching. Oh AEW. yeah, yeah. The only reason I turned it on was because it played DVDs. Yeah, that was why. That was why I turned it on so I could play a DVD off of it. So it's been yeah, it's been like six months since I since I turned it on at all. So that's because I I know that because there's because the disc is still in it. Because <laughs> the, the AW disc is still in the PS4. Nice. I did turn it on the other day just to get it to charge something. I've just been using it as a charger. I use it to charge my headphones, and you know, I, I charged my PS4 controller because I thought I might play that cat game, but I don't know. I've seen too many people not like it that I decided that I d- didn't need to play it. I want to try it, but yeah, I'm not super into the thought of everything being automatic. Also, it's like forty dollars, and the game's like three hours long. So I mean, yeah. I don't want to pay forty bucks for a game that that's that's that short. It's thirteen thirty three an hour. Yeah, it's just yeah. I'm not I'm not that intrigued by it. When it when it comes to Switch and it's really cheap, maybe maybe I'll check it out. 
But yeah, no, I recommend uh, Kirby for anybody who wants to play, wants to have some online antics and, you know, roll around through stuff. And it's, and it's, you know, like when you roll through icing, like icing will get on your Kirby or like when you roll through like butter on the, on the barbecue and all that, you'll, you'll get butter on the Kirby and all that. And, and the, and the food looks really good. Like I said, looks great. Like there's some, there's some asparagus in there. That's just like, yeah, you want to eat the fuck out of that. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I was doing. Uh, it released, released today, yesterday, last night. Uh, I'm still playing Xenoblade Chronicles three. Of course, I'm close to 30 hours on it now. So I'm, so I'm moving, moving along. Okay. I'm like a third of the way through, I guess. My name earlier, my nickname, Hero Hunter, was referenced to Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Because in Xenoblade Chronicles, there are what are what's called uh, hero quests. And they're side quests, but they're just as fully fleshed out as regular quests in the game. With full voice acting and all that. And the cool thing about hero quests is once you finish a hero quest, you unlock the, cl- the class that whatever, is whatever that hero has. So I've got kind of addicted to trying to find those because I want to unlock all the classes for the game. So I've been searching, you know, just basically running around searching for heroes. And I also realized that if you go back to towns that you've already been to, you can find more side quests. So I've kind of like fallen into the side quest loop now. But that's what I always do with these games. So it's fine. (laughs) I really like doing the side quests. But normally I like throw on a podcast and just like, you know, mindlessly go through the side quests. But this one I've actually not played. uh, I have not played a podcast yet. I've just played the game because Mm. I'm so interested in the stories and the characters and the music that I just, I, I don't think that I'd be able to listen to a podcast because I can't read and listen to something at the same time. So if I'm paying attention to something on the screen, all the podcasts will just go through my ears and I won't know anything that's said from it. So I've just been dedicating all of the time to Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And it's a great game. There was a, there was a cut scene that I saw the other day of this guy who basically came into a mech and he like throws up this sword and catches it. I put it on, I put it on a Twitter, but it makes me really, really wish that Monolith made Gundam games. And I even tagged the official Monolith Twitter account. It's all in Japanese, so maybe they'll at least like like it or something. But but I was like, yeah. These cutscenes are really cool. These characters are really cool. It's still uh it's still the game that I play more than anything else. Except for what what was it? Last week I said that I was gonna start doing multiplayer Mondays as a stream thing on on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Nintendo Made Podcast. And I did it on Monday. I streamed Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. And I made it, what was it? I, I, was, I was on Monster Rank, or I was on Master Rank 2. And then I did the thing to bring me to 3. And then I did all of the levels, all the, then I did all the quests to get me to 4. And then I did 4. I did the one that brought me over to 4. And then I got a full cutscene where I finally got to see the vampire dragon. With all the little red dragon creatures and all that. So, I'm moving along. I, I only fainted once, too, on all of that. But yeah, that game's still great. Uh, there was uh, I did some extra shit, like not just the regular, mi- you know, missions. I did some of the side ones, and I did a couple of the collab ones where you go with the computer control player and all that. But yeah, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. It's a fun game. Whenever you can play it, you should give it a try again. So yeah, I did. So I played that. Uh, got to level four. Um, Horizon Chase Turbo, which I mentioned before on the show, is uh, I think it's the best racing game on Switch that isn't Mario Kart Eight. And they're proving my opinion more and more because Horizon Chase Turbo just got a brand new mode added called Adventure Mode. It, you can't actually you can't get out of the car and walk around. That's the first thing I thought when I saw Adventure Mode. No, you can't do that. It's not like all of a sudden it's GTA. No, basically it's added like 170 new courses or something like that. You basically get 
five courses for each car that you've unlocked. So, so you basically race and these, and these races are incredibly hard. Like it took me a long time to get two golds. That's all I've gotten so far. And I'm pretty good at that game. But I, I played that for a while last night just to fuck around with it. And I don't even, I don't have all the cars, so I don't have all of the races unlocked. But even the rookie one was difficult, you know, because it's just like the regular loop. But there's one that's like a really small loop where you're just constantly turning and it's just hard to, I don't know. The cars are really fast. But for anybody who hasn't got Horizon Chase Turbo, you get a lot of shit from this game for just like, what is it, like 15 bucks or whatever? maybe 20 like it's it's not it's it goes not, on sale a lot yeah it's not very expensive but the yeah that just keeps going and going and going and uh yeah they said they said that there's a good like eight hours of gameplay added for free in this new update so fuck like the reason that i love it so much is you just you can play it and play it and play it like most racing games don't have enough content this game has content out the ass and i even bought the two dlcs as well like there were a couple dlcs that were less than five dollars each I bought both of those, and I haven't even done the the regular single player stuff all the way. So, so it is uh it is some shit. So yeah, that's uh that's my stuff. I actually finished in the in the amount of minutes that's on the outline, which is uh rare for me to to do that. So damn Trey, you're like uh doing a speed run but podcast style or some shit, something like that. Nintendo main tr- chase turbo, something like that. Nintendo chase turbo domain. But chase you're turbo. right. This ain't no train wreck, but I think it is a week of uh, less Nintendo content played because I personally have been working a lot. I'm I will work mm. for vacay, as I said. So you're yeah, working for the weekend. What do you take? Everybody's doing it <laughs> here at the beginning of September, and uh, we'll kind of work that out as a podcast how that works for our show, but. Yeah, I've had to work a little bit more, and my video game play has been a lot less. Yeah, a lot less. So I'm still just kind of sticking to my Elden Ring junkie phase. I'm right there on my big TV in my living room. I can switch between that and like watching a show on Hulu or something. You know, it's like it's right there on the same screen. Uh, on ER. <laughs> is, is, is ER on Hulu? <laughs> That's what I meant by my notes, by the way. Yeah, he wrote, I was watching ER. Jeremy wrote he's still Jeremy wrote in the notes he's still an ER junkie. Nice. I just thought ER, I thought George Clooney. I, I was say what's that other, for a minute? What about the goose guy from uh, Top Gun? Anthony something? You know who I'm talking about. Oh, Anthony, yeah. Anthony Anthony Edwards. Anthony Daniels, I think. Edwards. Anthony yeah. Edwards, yeah. He was on ER as well, don't forget. Yeah, true. Yeah, ER? I want George Clooney haircut from nineteen ninety eight or whatever that was. Like I'm going back to that. Like that's totally what i'm into right now i'm an er chunky of course i'm gonna live that i'm gonna get salt and pepper in my beard oh wait it's already happening Hmm. you know what me and gc and like he used to play uh i i heard an interview with jaleel white and he was on the same set as i heard this interview yeah and uh they shared the same basketball hoop because george clooney asked if Jaleel White's personal basketball hoop could be moved closer to the set of ER. So, like, Jaleel White and George Clooney would play basketball together. And I kind of feel like I'm sort of like a guy that could have been just watching them play. Yeah, I'm definitely not one of those guys. <laughs> uh, you, you, can, you can watch ER on Hulu, though. Uh, I think, I think uh, ER is actually nice. owned by Disney now. So there you go. 
they probably acquired it in the in the Fox uh, a- acquisition there. So yeah, it's it's uh, scary the amount of things that Disney owns. I was really sad. I uh, I did send a comment into a bonfire side chat through the Patreon and everything, and uh, they did not mention me during the podcast. So I was a little oh. sad, but it's okay. I just thought I'd throw that out there. I still am going to continue to listen to this podcast because I do continue to play this game, and they do have, I think, the best lore-based approach to this game that i've heard so whatever who cares but i did get my patreon reward finally oh yeah what, what did you get what does it look like it's right there oh it's another copy of elden ring <laughs> i can't I, I think i is it a sticker of the of the regular it's logo? A sticker of our logo yeah okay yeah it's, it's oh, so it's, oh, nice. it's so far away that i can't <laughs> that i can just kind of vaguely i'm like maybe that's it uh just just got a got one too um, it, it's like, uh, it's basically that, that t-shirt that I made of that one where it's like cowboy kid where like your heads are on the cowboy kid people oh, nice. and it's like a postcard <laughs> with that. It's it's not like, it doesn't have like the, you know, the lines on the back, but it's basically like a print that's about coast postcard size. And it has, and it just has that picture, the cowboy kid picture. So it's pretty hilarious. If you don't know the cowboy kid, uh, cover, go look it up right now and you'll have a good laugh. Oh, I mean, imagine, I would have loved to have gotten that stuck on there. Because like the sticker is cool and all, but it's like I've put that logo into our like videos and shit. Like that's on my hard drive. I guess Cowboy Kid is too. But yeah, but not I'd as rather have not as sticker form. Exactly. I mean, that's cool. But I'm not disappointed. It's a nice sticker. It's a high quality sticker. So let's let our listeners know. It's weird that they sent that to you because I feel like I'm the only person that because this is the sticker that I got. I got the sticker of us all in the Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. In Animal Crossing room with the podcast studio. That's a cool. Picture. So I thought that was the one that was going out because this is the one that I put on there. So it's it's hard to tell, like, because you know, because I designed the stuff that's on there, but it doesn't go out in the same. It doesn't go out the same for everybody. It's always different. Like everybody gets a different thing. It's weird at a different time. Like it's not like you get this and you get this and you get this. It seems like they kind of randomize the whatever's in there. You know. Oh, well, I'm not gonna lie. I got really excited when I saw I had to. A package from Patreon. I was like, "Oh shit!" Someone donated a bunch of money to us. <laughs> no, it was a sticker. This stick- is a good sticker. They're high quality stickers, though. They're high quality, but yeah, I would say that I really feel like I kind of cursed myself at the beginning of the year when I was like, "I want to be a FromSoft game," and I was just kind of being like, sort of like off the cuff, like I just want to like get what so many fans of this game are saying and uh now that i, I get, it, get it i'm playing them all but i have i still haven't beaten one so yeah that's where i'm caught at right now have, have you gotten back to the fire giant in this in this playthrough i'm very close actually yeah i was gonna say are you where you were on the previous thing i'm very close like as far as the what i've unlocked of the map it's almost to the same point so hopefully you will get through it at some point I just learned how to level up a little more smartly, and that's what's fun. Like, I've always said I was looking forward to my second playthrough, so that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, and you haven't completely played through the first time, but it's just starting it again. I was going to say, once you get through that, I heard uh, Dark Souls on Switch is kind of cool. And we have that one, too. There's a lot of stuff to play. I mean, both but of not, not enough time out. to play. Right. 
for the most part, yeah, I've just kind of been working extra shifts, trying to like make up for my, uh, I do get paid vacation, you know, I'm not trying to like shit on my job or nothing, but just kind of making up for, uh, trying to get to that PTO. Exactly. So yeah, been doing a lot of that and also playing my favorite games, my, my never soft games from soft. I'm in. <laughs> Still, it's three. It's like three episodes of never of never soft. So from soft, playing those Tony Hawk games, your favorites. I uh, I I had like I mean last like the last couple of weeks, as some people probably noticed, like with our you know with doing like the we were recording where I was recording in hotel rooms and all that. I had I worked for like almost like nine hours, nine days straight, nine hours. Um, I worked for almost twelve hours each day and some of those anyway i had a, I had a crazy couple of weeks as well and this week i'm actually not working at all so it's great aside from apartment stress i've been uh i've been trying to play as much xenoblade chronicles 3 as i can and i actually i, I, I kept the english on so i'm really enjoying those british accents on there so that's pretty cool so dave convinced you yeah hutch convinced you yeah, so, he, yeah uh, he did with the with the you have apartment stress oh yeah no i t- yeah it was. Uh, <laughs> I had some landlord trouble. We don't have to get on, get into, get into it on here. I was talking to John about it earlier. It was just a, it was a thing. You know, I don't want, I don't get into it in too detail. But I was, yeah, it's fixed now. It's okay. It's all good. Well, I've also been busy these last couple of weeks and had. Uh, not, I've not been playing many games due to work. I'm traveling back and forth to LA, and uh, but one thing actually, I, I didn't play any video games at all this week. But I did play a game. And I think it's worth talking about on the show. I played uh, the board game that I got my dad for his birthday. And it was a game that me and my sisters got together because it, it's, it was a very expensive game. It was $200. So Damn. we pulled all our money. And uh, that's, it was... That's a game. That's, that, that is a, it's a that real is a board game. What the fuck game is this? That, it's called that's a board game Return to, to Dark Tower. The, the mm-hmm. board game to rule all the other board games. So that's it's right. like Stephen King. So it's not related to Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, that's um, what I thought too. It's actually there. So there was a. We got this from my dad because he had a game uh, back in the early '80s that he loved, which was Dark Tower. And now Restoration Games in 2022, they have. They're if you're not familiar with them, their their whole thing is bringing back old board games and reworking them modernizing them for for the modern era more right? accessible making them more accessible and more more up to modern times and, Qual- and how, quality how of life are played these days yeah exactly adding to the quality of life as they would say in the video game world that's right and so they brought back dark tower as a sequel this is a sequel to a board game which is something i've never heard of before i thought that's pretty cool concept it's not a it's not a a reboot or anything like that they're actually adding on to the story of the original game and picking up um i forget how however many years later but so what dark what return to dark tower is basically if i could explain it uh it's like dungeons and dragons meets risk meets jeremy's current favorite game elden ring meets never so soft I, might... I mean from soft yeah uh, so D D for the character building the stats the item collection and the dungeon crawling it's like risk because uh, you're trying to there's a board that's being conquered but the twist on that is that instead of you trying to conquer the board the giant tower that's in the center of the board 
is trying to conquer the land and you're trying to stop the tower from conquering the land. And then it's like Elden Ring because of the dark themes and there's merciless enemies that will just like wipe you out and, and they'll get more powerful as the game goes on. And um, it's, it's oppressive. The difficulty. How, how, do, how does the, how does the tower work? Do you actually like put your, put your little figure guys in there or what? How does that incorporate into it? Yeah. The tower is all, it, it's absolutely like central to the game. It's in the middle of the, the board is a big circle of a map. And then in the center is this like 18 inch tower. Right. And, when you start the game up, you turn the tower on, and uh, it's not apparent exactly what the tower does. If you're playing like the first time, you're just kind of like, "This is sort of ominous and mysterious." And but the tower, what the, the, the tower's abilities reveal themselves as the game goes on. So, like first of all, I just want to say that that there's like different ways to play the game, which is really cool. You can do co-op, you can do competitive, or you can do solo, and so. How long did it take before you actually played the game? Like, how long did it take to look through the instructions and talk it over? And did you ever have, have to watch a video before you played it? Like, what, no, what, 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 what we was were... what was the setup time for this? So, setup time. My my dad actually set it all up. So like, I don't know exactly how it was. My dad's like he's like he was like super into it, and he had it all ready to go when me and my friend Rich got there. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't know what the setup time was, but what I can say is that it took us about an hour to of, of playing through the game and about an hour in, it happened for all of us at the same time. It, we, it just kind of clicked. We got it. So it was not too bad. Like the barrier to entry on this game is actually pretty low, you know, for all the, the, the pieces and the apparent complexity of the game. If I think if you give it an hour, you can get into it and you can you can start to get the hang of it. I don't I don't have all of it down, but I I'm comfortable enough that like I want to go play it again. Cuz um, uh, yeah, I mean uh, I like like uh complex board games. I know uh, Jeremy you you've played a lot of them as well or at least you you played you played some of them. I thought you played uh I just like Catan. Catan that's that one. Only, like, that's like kind of board okay. game I like. Well, I I it's like Obviously, Monopoly and stuff like that that we know how to play. You like Monopoly? I do like Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I know you can you compared Monster Hunter to it in some to- some points. Like you know, when somebody wants you to get into this very complicated board game and it's difficult, yeah. but you know, mm-hmm. I, I've gone through many times like with friends or friends of friends who want you to play this board game that's really hard, and by the time you set it up, you don't even want to play it anymore. Because you have to go through so much stuff to learn how to play it and watch videos about it and all that. That's why I was curious because there's, yeah, been, there's been a bunch of times yeah. where where it was just you, you just want somebody wants you to play this complicated game and in the end you end up just giving up because it's too complicated. It's just me like too. that's that's what ha- that's what's happened to me too. And like um, so I was nervous going into it, but I had I had sort of the nostalgia for the original game pulling me along, enticing me to really give it a try because. I remember playing the original game with my dad and I'm, and I'm sure my dad was giving me like the kid rules and, you know, it was cheating the actual rules when I was playing the original dark tower. But um, I was familiar enough that I had, I was enticed to really give this one a try. And there's a, there's a specific reason why this game uh, is a little bit, is a, I would say a lot easier than, than the typical complicated board games that, that I've, that I've tried and that we're talking about. I'll get to that in just a second. But first, like, I want to do like a brief 
explanation of how the game is played. So you can win by completing your main goal for the game and def- and defeating the tower. And then there's you, there's different goals that you can actually select per session. So your goal is not going to be the same from game to game, which really adds to the replay value. Uh, and then you lose by, if you get three corruptions, which is basically if, if you get defeated by an enemy, you get a corruption. You lose if the tower destroys all your buildings, and you lose if the, you don't defeat the tower within the six in-game months. So the gameplay, it takes place over six six in-game months, and a month is like a certain number of turns. And that number changes depending on what you do, and it's dictated by the game and the companion app. Now, here's why why this game is a lot easier, because it's really operated by an app. Okay. And the app is really slick, really well done. Is it kind of like the equivalent of those games where you'd put the VHS tape like in the VCR and it would... Do you remember that? Like the old... Uh... I, re- I remember that. I remember that. I, remember I do remember one of those. I, I had like this... Uh, I think I still have it. This like Escape from the Death Star where you put mm. a tape in and Darth Vader talks to you through the whole thing. Is, mm. is it kind of like that, but it's on your phone now? It's like... So... Uh... Another analogy to Dungeons and Dragons, like whereas Dungeons and Dragons has one player be the dungeon master, sort of the the referee, the storyteller of the game, Mm -hmm. the one guiding it all along, right? Um, In Return to Dark Tower, the dungeon master is the app. And so that takes so much of the work out of it. You just turn the app on. Mm-hmm. And it tells you what to do and guides you along, right? Yeah. So, so it's it's so it's like it's basically is the VH the the VCR. Yeah, it's the today's. modern. I guess the modern version of that. Right? Yeah. It. I mean, it's yeah. the same thing. Like the you remember the yeah where you put the you put the tape in there and it and it guides you through it. It's like the same. That's cool because I I did I did like the charm of those games where you had a where you had to tape or like even like some of the newer ones because I had the I had the Star Wars Trivial Pursuit like the one that had. None of the sequels on there, because who gives a shit? But it had the uh, the prequels and the regular ones, and it had a DVD with it that had like specific questions on it and stuff like that that you could use to play it. Like I think for like the final trivial whatever, you had to do it through the DVD because there were little cutscenes and stuff that would play. And there were ones that were video. There were video questions also where you'd have to watch a thing from the movie and answer it. But it makes more sense as an app now. Yeah, and it'd be cool if you could app, you know, take the app and like Chromecast it or whatever, and put it on your TV while you're playing. I'm sure you could. Yeah, we we're using an iPad on the table, but so like the app will give you your main goals for the game. As I said, you get different goals, and you get to choose at the start which goal you want to you want to do. Um, you uh, it'll give you your quests for the month, which are like mini goals, and you win these quest. When you win these quests, you get powerful allies, which are like typically gods and spirits, which are going to make the game easier for you they'll fight alongside you and then there's like different bonus tasks and so like during a turn what you do is you travel you'll you'll travel around the map you'll go to the bazaar to buy items the sanctuary to restore your spirit uh you go to the citadel and i don't don't remember what the citadel is for but i I still have things to learn you'll be fighting monsters which again become increasingly hard and the the app will will stay like after you defeat a monster uh that that now these monsters you know, they've learned from their experience fighting you, and now they've increased from vicious to savage, and mm. and it so you, they you so they scale. Time you, they scale. So they scale. Yeah, kinda. like uh, like so you're so you're like in an RPG here, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a you it's, know, this game is like really a a mix of a, a board game and an RPG, mm-hmm. pretty much what what it is. Like, um, yeah, you have characters. TTRPG. 
tabletop RPG. That's right. That's, that's what it, you said that earlier is. with it being a mix of Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, advanced. You have to pick a character at the beginning. Your character has different traits, and um, uh, you have like different uh, move sets. There's the what you do at the beginning of the move, and the beginning of the turn, the middle of your turn, and your end of the turn, and that's all different depending on what character that you that you do. So you're fighting the monsters, and then you're fighting the tower, and like the tower is like the end boss of the game, and it, it it'll fight you throughout, but then the final six months is like a, a battle against the tower which but we played and we did we we ended up losing so we didn't even get to the six months so i didn't even get to see like the grand finale battle yeah. against the tower yet yeah. which i'm really excited to see what happens there another thing is you explore dungeons that's another thing that i i've only read about but i didn't actually get to yet but there'll be dungeons that appear on the map and you you move your your piece to the dungeon and then you actually go on the app and you'll see like different rooms on the app and some are clouded out if you haven't been there and you, you're walking around looking for treasures and all that stuff. That's really like Dungeons and Dragons if you've ever played that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know, there's just a lot of variety to this game. So, it gets me really excited and I, I want to keep I want to keep playing. I actually made plans today to go play it again on on Friday, or started to make plans anyway. Hope, I hope they, they pan out. Yeah, so you'll be exploring dungeons, clearing evil from your kingdom. Um, now, here's where we can talk a little bit more about the tower real quick. So uh, the tower spits out these plastic skulls and this, the skulls are like what represents the evil going across the land. So after your turn, you get to clear one skull from the land, put it in the tower. It may, it may hold onto it. It may rotate and spit it out at somebody else. It may, gather up a bunch of them and then later on dump a whole bunch of them somewhere else on the board. So yeah, depending on your actions, the tower like does different things. And you know, like I said, the tower is about 18 inches tall. It rotates internally to shoot the skulls out. It has doors which light up at certain times, uh, which kind of instruct you to to open them up and see what's behind them. There might be a curse behind the door. There might be a whole bunch of skulls coming out. Uh, yeah. That's it's it's quite the centerpiece, and it really has a way of building the tension because you put that skull in, you don't know what's going to happen next or if something's going to happen. So I think it's a cool game. It's worth every penny, even though it was a whole lot. And my dad actually liked it so much that he went and bought the expansion that just uh, came out as well. Oh, so there's an expansion. Eight. What is that? Like fifty dollars? Yeah. Like what is what is the extra? What is the amount? It was eighty dollars. Wow! So you get more characters, Almost you get more. Damn, team. Dad! Almost fifty yeah, percent. Really I was gonna say you got you got to put two hundred hours into this uh, into this board game now because uh, yeah. we're going we're going to we're gonna we're gonna play it a lot for sure. Yeah, there's so much replayability. I think I think the uh, the manual said there's basically like four hundred different variations. Yeah, of the game if you actually go through it, different and outcomes it all and stuff. Out. Yeah, yep. yep. I, I like the idea of those super intense board games. I just most of the time it's just it's just too much to get into it. Like and I played a couple like I played the Battlestar game with Jess mm-hmm. and some of their friends and we all died. And I had to be a fucking scion in my first <laughs> game and I'm like this sucks. Like I remember I was like they're like no it's really hard if you have to be the scion when it's your first time. And then they hand me the card and I'm like god damn it. <laughs> like when I saw it I'm like cuz it's like you were a scion. I'm like eh, okay. It's like I don't even watch the show. I don't even know what's happening here. 
I was like, have you ever heard, I was like, you ever heard of Mario Party? That that game's is is, is easier to <laughs> to get into. <laughs> I was like, it's like you ever played Mario Party? I like that one. You don't lose to the computer. Well, mo- well, sometimes you do, but they got to be put on a harder difficulty. The best thing you could do would be like, I'm about to get my scion. And nice. Then, like, do it after that. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, how do you like pretend to not be a thing that you don't even know and and a game that you never played? And it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. I would say. Take after me, like I was hesitant. My friend was also hesitant. My friend Rich had no horse in the race. He didn't have the nostalgia factor of the original game. I just asked him, you know, hey, we need a third player. You know, my dad really wants to play this game. Do you want to come on over and give it a shot? And so he said, sure. And, you know, on the way over, I'll like, tell him. Do you literally had to like walk there or drive there or whatever? It was like a physical game, like where you have to be together. And- Right. Oh yeah, no, no online. <laughs> I was gonna say, is is it Rich the wrestler guy? I'm sure. I'm sure some of the, some of those characters sort of look like wrestlers. So correct. Yeah, of, he chose so the barbarian there. Yeah, yeah. And then by the end, so he, I think he was a little. You know, he, he said he was a little hesitant. Like you know, it's a serious, intimidating board game and all. But he gave it a shot, and he was enthusiastic as 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 me and my dad were by the end of it. And and he wants to come back and play it again. What so, what what did it take? It does like? a really good job. Did it take like an hour to play? Like, how what was your play the time? Whole, the whole play was two hours and fifteen minutes. Wow, that's like that's like yep. a Marvel movie, man. That's long. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. A lot, we didn't even time. we didn't even win. We, I mean, we didn't even get get to the end. We got to the fifth month, and there's six months, so feasibly the game could take like three hours. Yeah, you said there's like a final month and all that. When yep. you say you're like fighting the tower, I just think of like a uh, Final Fantasy six and the. The Tower of Creatures and with uh, Kefka and all that stuff. So that was a tower. We've, Sounds we've like you meet up with your friends at like six and go home at midnight or afterwards. It's that kind <laughs> of game. It's like yeah. you, you gotta you gotta to be dedicated. You don't just like you can't just like it be is hanging my, out and yeah. like hey let let's play this game. You know it's it's not sorry right. You got to make a plan. <laughs> We're getting together. Sorry, not sorry. Hey, you you got you got to make a plan for sorry. Sorry is very complicated. No, I, I don't know. It's been a long time since I played sorry. <laughs> is that the one with the bubble, or no? Is that is that boggle? No, that That's was trouble. Trouble, but it's a very <laughs> similar game. If you ever had any of those like portable board games, they all had bubbles. That's how you rolled them, so you didn't lose your dice while you're playing in the car. Mm. I, had oh, a bunch, I, had, I had a editions. bunch of those. Yeah, travel yeah. editions. Yeah, I had I had chess boards like with little magnet magnetic pieces that you could play in the car the travel edition of return to dark tower is only 125 dollars <laughs> <And it's laughs> i want to see i want to see the nintendo switch uh, online return to dark tower version that's a video game that's not 200 dollars. that's like uh it's like 40 bucks or something and you could just i mean they put Catan on there they can put return to dark tower on there that's what i'm saying i mean at this point you can put anything on switch and it can work right if you guys ever make your way over to michigan we'll play Return to Dark Tower. Eventually, I'm gonna eventually, eventually, to I'm, Michigan. Eventually, I'm gonna get a job. <laughs> to Michigan. Eventually, I'm gonna get a job in Champaign and Michigan and find my way over there. I'm I'm scouring the internet, but I've not found any. I mean, I've I found some that are close, but not long enough. They're like one day. I'm like, I need like a week. Like you need to give me more time mm-hmm. than that. So, but nothing for Champaign. Never see anything going on there, as far as jobs. We've got a pretty strong. I mean, I know stuff happens there. I just want to be, I just want to be called for one. So I can be like, hey. All right. Does anybody want to say anything else about their games and stuff? 
that they played for the week? No. I'm all good, but I'm excited to talk about this Sunsoft Direct. Well, yeah, and we will talk about that when we come back from our break, which we're going to take right now. Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! from the break before we get into our sunsoft predictions let's talk about the weekly releases real quick um it's a pretty you know it's a pretty all right week for releases we got kirby stream buffet as i said earlier for 14.99 blossom tales 2 is coming out this week for 14.99 for any fans of a link to the past that's coming out i heard it was pretty good this new one one thing i think is kind of funny about it from what i saw from a review is uh you know, it's the original game was like told to you by like a grandparent. You know, this one kind of does the same thing, but there's parts where you can like interge- interject with the stories where they'll be like, "Oh, and you came to this field of frogs or 
squirrels or whatever, and you can decide what sort of enemy type appears, like when the when the grandparent is talking about it. I think that's kind of cool. They kind of let you like tinker with the story a little bit, where they be like, "Oh no, no, it wasn't frogs. It was this other thing." So you can kind of change some of that. But I thought it looked pretty cool from what I saw. I mean, for anybody who wants to see those Legend of Zelda type stuff, uh, RBG Time Legend of Right, which was a game that that we were all pretty excited about. That was from one of the directs. That was the one that was like the storybook where you kind of move yep. through it. That's actually yeah. coming out this week. Very uh, creative looking. It's uh, coming out for $30, a lot higher than I thought. Uh, we Are OFK, the one with the band where you like go and make the shit and all that. Like that's coming out this week as well. Um, actually, what is it called? Uh, it didn't come out this week, but it came out previously. What is it? Um, Curse of the Lamb. You know what I'm talking about? Cult of the Lamb. Cult of the Lamb. Yeah. That was a game that actually, just hearing about that, kind of looked like it had Jeremy written all over it, because a lot of people are comparing it to uh, Hades and stuff like that, and saying it's really good, and that it's on their Game of the Year list and all that stuff. And Jeremy loves cults. Hades, well, Hades. People are comparing it to Hades. That's why I, th- I thought of Jeremy. Cults and the Hades go to well together, so I love cults. <laughs> <laughs> cults and Hades, yeah. Oh, yeah, and uh, Curse to Golf comes out this week, too. That's a game that I've been looking forward to for quite some time, for $20. And because I'm Cursed to Golf games, I will probably end up getting it. Regardless of how much I play it, I still want to play it because it looks cool. And also there's another game called Chameleon, like Chameleon, but Chameleon. It's basically like Mm -hmm. a Sonic-type quick, you know, like quick uh, uh, 2D platformer where you're a neon chameleon, and it looks kind of cool. It's only like four dollars or something. It's super cheap, three ninety nine. But yeah, those Got are some the, updates. Those are the games yeah. that I thought were cool for this week. Um, are you talking about Wave Race? Uh, I was going to talk about Wave Race, um, but yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, Wave yeah. Race sixty four <laughs> maximum uh, coming to NSO on uh, coming to the NSO. That's cool on, on Thursday. Thir- Thursday, Thursday it will so, be out uh, by the time you hear this. Thursday yeah, at eight right. o'clock. Yeah, because um, well, Patreon people maybe here might hear it before um they they already started the countdown on the uh nintendo switch online app so i i, I kind of like mathed it out and it's and even though it says it's releasing on friday it's actually releasing thursday night eight central and i'm and i, I just want to say for any of the patrons who listened to our episode that we did about games that, that we wanted to come to the 64 remember i said wave race 64 was an absolute and it was going to happen, and I was right, and here it is. It's finally got to And us. I just want to say to KB Toys, you charged me $75 for this game back in 1996. <laughs> wow. I'm getting it for free with the NSO, so fuck you, KB. For like $25. And I just want to say, like, I love water that's <laughs> realistic but angular, so I'm glad. It still mesmerizes, doesn't it? Like, I was, still looks good. I, I love Wave Race 64. I, I thought about... Uh, Doing a stream like a Flashback Friday, where I'll just uh, I'm gonna see, I it. see you I'm doing a wave. I was gonna try to uh, I was I was gonna try to see if I could unlock that uh, that dolphin again. Did you ever do that? Did you ever do the code yep. where you had to go no. through? You, 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 you basically had to go through the stunt thing, and you had to do all of the stunts within a certain amount of time. And if you did it at the right time, you would unlock a dolphin, and you could ride a dolphin through the stunt area. I, I did yep, that I when that I was dolphin. I did that when I was in high school, and I thought about trying to recreate it again on twitch so tune in for that for anybody who's hearing this early enough for for that to, that for was that to project happen. dolphin which ended up being this game you 
<laughs> the GameCube, yeah. Uh, I mean, there were dolphins all over the place in that game. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I'm excited. I love the soundtrack of that game too, and uh, you know the super over the top announcer, which I mentioned before. I found out later that that's actually your coach. That's your person, like who's on on True. you know who's in your ear, like helping you. Because if you play Wave Race Blue Storm, it's the same. He does the same thing, but there's different accents depending on which country you're from and all that. So you're like, oh wait, well that fucking annoying guy was supposed to be like. You know your person who's who's no, like not the announcer. Yeah, yeah. Who's like it's okay. You know, no problem. Like no, like no problem. Like that guy. And uh, and of course, if you remember, since you, you you got the dolphin, you know what I'm talking about. Um, in that in that stun area, that song basically sounds has a part that sounds exactly like the Mary Tyler Moore theme. Think of course, you're gonna oh, well, make it, it after all. Da, 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 da. I don't remember Trust that. Me. But do Trust we find me. it? I mean, it's I could play it for you, but I know it because I've heard it a million times. And I and I said that I told this to John Wedgworth. I was going to try to make an episode where I just play songs that sound like other songs, and that was going to be on there for a song that sounds like Mary Tyler Moore. Wait. It's, it's at the end of this part. We can wait for it. Alright, it's coming. Right? Here it is. There it is. Right there. Yeah, I told you. It's it's, it's the Mary Tyler Moore song. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm very excited to play Wave Race, even though I've played it many of uh, many other places. But I want to play it handheld officially on the Switch. It's a great game. I wonder if it's. You remember when it was released on Wii and they like changed all the backgrounds? Do you remember that? Where like, they changed it said Kawasaki originally? Yeah. So Kawasaki license. But got it, well, but what if you played it on Wii U, they actually switched it back. Well, because uh, oh, okay. well, because the one on the one on Wii had like advertisements for Wii and, and like DS and all this like updated stuff. But if you played on the Wii U one, all those advertisements are gone, like the Wii and the hmm. DS one and all that. So, is it back to Kawasaki? I don't remember. It might just it might just say it. it I thought it was unchanged what I saw on Wii U, but I don't know. But regardless, those games are really fun. And yeah, we used to call those uh, people on the jet skis the paper mache people when I was in high school because they kind of look like. But no, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun game to play on there. I'll definitely play it because yeah, I'm excited about it, and I totally called it. Much like we sort of called, uh, well, we could do uh, Nintendo Switch Online. There's a monthly trial. You can play a Pokken Tournament DX, which uh, I thought this one was kind of like, way to wait for that one. Holy shit. Like this, was, this. Well, this was a Wii U game, and uh, it was released at the very beginning of the Switch. So it's been out for like five years. And it's like, here's the, I guess it has some sort of event coming up, like uh, at an Evo or some other event or something like that. It has to do with some Pokemon event that's going to have a Poke a Pokemon tournament uh, thing on it, whatever. I just was like, this game's hella old, man. <laughs> like, why uh, why were we doing that one? But whatever. There was an update to Switch Sports. So you remember in uh, the original Wii Sports, there was, uh, when you were boxing, the final character that you would box was a guy named Matt. And people started joking recently that Matt was, like, really hard. And, like, you know, there was a meme going around about him. You know, what would Matt do in this situation, that situation, whatever. So they brought him back uh, in, in Switch Sports now. So now you can fight Matt again. So welcome back, Matt. 
I, I, I saw that, but I, I never, I don't remember any of these. The only me's I remember from, from Wii Sports were like me's that people made, you know, where it's like, oh, here's like 500 Venoms or like whatever, you know, like I don't remember this Matt guy or whatever. Yeah, I don't so, remember him either, but it's just come up in the last couple of years. Also, I didn't play boxing long enough because it sucked. It was definitely the worst sport of, of Wii Sports when it came out. So I didn't play that one for very long because it did not play well. But uh, yeah, cool. Cool for that. Um, Maybe you'll play some of these Sunsoft games. Well, actually, this one one more update. I just just because it's ridiculous. But uh, Dragon Ball Z is not, is now in Fortnite, and uh, apparently people love Fortnite now. Now that Fortnite doesn't have building in it anymore, and I kind of I kind of want to try it. Like I kind of want to try it again. I want to download it and just give it a go. Like because a lot of people that I follow in the world. Are playing Fortnite. I was even I was watching Janet stream Fortnite the other day, like playing as Goku, like like a day like a day ago. Like it's people have come around on Fortnite, I guess. I mean, not that it was ever necessarily not popular, but I'm saying that older people that aren't like in high school or whatever like like Fortnite now that they removed the the no build and all that. And I, I kind of want to I kind of want to jump in and see what it's about because it's getting a lot of it's getting a lot of praise from everybody. They're saying it's great. I have a coworker who asked me recently if I was playing Apex. I was like, nope. Oh, Apex Win or no, Apex, whatever it's called, Apex, Apex Legends. Twin. Apex <laughs> Legends. You're playing Apex yeah. Twin. I mean, you should be. Come to well, daddy. She no. told me she played uh, Fortnite before, so you know, I was just like, I'm so disconnected from that right now. But tell me about, uh, yeah, tell me about Apex, and she told me a bit about it, and it sounds like way more intense. Are you talking about Apex Legends, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I played I played it a couple times when it came to Switch, and I had no idea. I I still don't understand how you play that game. I don't understand what the point is. I don't know what you're trying to do. I I don't know what I, I won once just because some other people on my team were really good, but I have no idea what the fuck's happening in that game. I could not figure it out. <laughs> so it's one of those things where I, I try to play it, I try to stream it, and I'm like. I, I don't know. I don't know what is going on. A Fortnite, I could figure out at least because you got to survive, but I don't know what the fuck's happening in Apex. And yeah, I won somehow. And I don't know how we even won. It was just like, you won. I'm like, okay. Is it because everybody dropped off of the internet at the same time? But you can like, you know, you can fucking Super Saiyan and shoot people and all that with your with your Dragon Ball powers. I don't know. It looks kind of ridiculous. In between episodes, uh, there was an announcement that Sunsoft is doing a direct tomorrow, Thursday. This will actually be posted after the direct already happens, so... If there's like nothing there, then you can just laugh at us. But I just thought it was kind of funny because you know, like John has been like you know pushing pushing the rock for so long uh, on a yep. on Mister Gimmick and all that, and now kind of it's out of happening. nowhere, Sunsoft is like, "Hey, we're ha- we have stuff for old and new fans or whatever." Right. And the first they listed a bunch of old games, and the first game they mentioned was Gimmick. It's coming back. It's happening. I brought this because I sent that email to Sunsoft <laughs> like two months ago. No, it was this your, is it, me, so you're welcome. It was your bingo card, like your your like four corners of inspiration or whatever you call them. It was all my good juju. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, <laughs> Jess was listening to that, and they said, uh, I, "I could I could send John some crystals next time he wants to do his uh, <laughs> his four corners of wishing or whatever. Place them in the room in such a way." Bring about the spirit of Mr. Gimmick. Yeah. Um, I, I think, actually, I think the listing of games, I thought that was IGN's uh, reporting on it at the end where it said, like, 
Sunsoft was responsible for these specific games. I don't think it came directly from the company, but still I find it really interesting that Sunsoft, a company I haven't thought about for years, is doing a thing. And of course, like, you know, automatically you want to speculate and be like, well, you know, I've talked about it on Expansion Pack and on here, like how much I love the original Batman game on NES, which has an incredible soundtrack and all that. And that was a Sunsoft game. And I would love to see that come back in some way. But, I mean, Sunsoft did, like, other Batman stuff as well. Like, uh, so, I mean, it would be cool if they could, if there was, like, some sort of Batman collection where you'd get, like, the, uh, like, the Batman animated series game or, like, the Batman Returns game. If I could get one that had the Batman animated series, Batman Returns, and the NES game in a collection, I would be happy because those are all really good games. Not to mention Sunsoft did, uh, The Death and Return of Superman on Super Nintendo that was really, really good where Superman dies and you get to be all the alternate Supermans and he comes back later. I actually played through that its entirety. So, yeah. Or no, wait. Maybe that was a Blizzard game. No, I think Sunsoft was involved with it too. But, I mean, but yeah, or like, or or I was saying on the Slack to John, maybe we'll just get an Arrow the Acrobat collection because that was a Sunsoft game as well. So, I mean, I don't know. But it's like, yeah, Sunsoft. Like, what the fuck? Like, what what they've been doing. Like, aside from licensed stuff, you would think it would be Mr. Gimmick, right? Because yeah, everything else is tied to another thing. Yeah, he's coming back. He's coming. I'm going to say right now, he, the original game is coming to NSO, and then this is a maybe. Maybe we're also getting some kind of reboot, a new game, a new gimmick game. Well, I guess. Uh, I mean, there is some Sunsoft stuff, like uh, Journey to Silius was a Sunsoft game, and that is actually on the Nintendo Switch Online. NES. And if you haven't played Journey to Silius, that game's really cool. Apparently it was originally supposed to be like a Terminator game or something, but it got botched and they had to rewrite it into its own like original story, but it has a really incredible soundtrack to it and all that. And it was a lot of fun to play. And uh, Euphoria was a Sunsoft game also. That one was on Wii, but didn't come to Switch later. Um, There was also, there was an announcement that happened like 15 hours ago that there's a 16-player roguelike action game for PC called Iki Unite from Sunsoft. So there's sort of a little thing in there. Maybe that'll be included in the Sunsoft Direct. I thought about actually, like, you know, pushing our recording schedule to where we could... Because I was wondering if it was like a Japanese Direct, maybe it would be later and we could record early Thursday or something like that. But it's going to be later, so we'll have to talk about it next week. But I, I thought about, like, trying to be, like, on the nose with that one. You know, like, finger on the pulse for Sunsoft. Because, yeah, it's one that we've talked about many times like for different games and i'm just really i'm just really interested in seeing what they're what they got you know what they're what they're doing here do you have a do you have a sunsoft prediction jeremy it's obviously not blaster master because we've seen many sequels of those from uh inti creates what else was a sunsoft series i mean batman stands out to me yeah i mean there's 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 a lot of them Sky Kid, Spy Hunter, Xenophobe. <laughs> Remember that? Fester's Quest. Ugh. Don't bring that back. Gremlins 2, the new batch. There you go. But that one. Lemmings. Lots of Looney Tunes stuff. Roadrunner's Death Valley Rally. Oh yeah, Superman, the game that had an incredible soundtrack but was not fun to play for for Genesis. Tasmania. They made the Tasmania game that was pretty good. Yeah, the Super Nintendo one. The the Mode 7 one. I really like that one. Yeah, lots of lots of Disney stuff, lots of Looney Tunes stuff. Justice League Task Force. I have that game. That was a fighting game. That was I have that on Super Nintendo. They made Final Fantasy Adventure. 
probably produced it. That's that's Game Boy game. Mm-hmm. Correct. Oh yeah, Final Fantasy Legend one and two, one and three and two. Yeah, they got a lot of licensed games. Yeah, I'm really interested. Well, they made Clock Tower. There you go. Maybe Clock Tower could finally. I mean, they, they they've been bringing a lot of stuff over that hasn't been you know officially translated or whatever. So I could see that being on there. But I I'm very excited to see what they end up doing with that and all that. Uh, but aside from that, there was another direct. There was a what was it? Um, THQ Nordic. There was a THQ Nordic direct, and uh, the only reason I was I was actually on I was working on a job, but I saw I got an email because you know if you follow certain things on Twitch, sometimes they email you and tell you about things, and uh, the email said, "Hey, uh, AW Arcade is going to be watching and commenting on the Nordic direct," and I'm like, "Wait, what?" Uh, on the THQ Nordic Direct, and I'm like, wait a second, that means there's an AEW Fight Forever trailer in there because why else would they do it? And they, and they stream every Wednesdays and every Wednesday, and I got this on a Thursday, so I was like, okay. So I watched the whole thing. Well, I kind of like just panned, just kind of like, you know, like scrubbed through it on my lunch break and all that. And I got to the uh, there's an AEW trailer in there where um, where uh, Dr. Britt Baker, uh, she's a dentist. She was the the women's uh, champion for a while. Um, she, uh, her, and Tony Schiavone uh, basically play the game for a little bit, and it's kind of the trailer is kind of funny if you know the AEW characters because um, Britt Baker is, is fighting uh, is fighting Adam Cole, which is her boyfriend, and in the game, and uh, mm-hmm. she beats him with her with her move where she puts her hand in your mouth. That's her that's her finishing move because she's a dentist, obviously, but. Uh, Anyway, there's there's more Fight Forever stuff on there, and it, you actually see more moving moving stuff of it and all that. And I was like, cool. Still no release date. Um, so there's a new SpongeBob SquarePants game, the Cosmic Shake, which uh, I know people are really into the GameCube game, but there's but it is it's Switch bound and it looks kind of cool. I don't know. So that's coming to it. What I think is pretty rad is uh, Splatoon 3, uh, some of the new characters, uh, Big Man. We talked about Big Man last last week. Actually, one thing I just saw online that Game Explain was saying that was that Big Man was an idea for Splatoon for a while, but they couldn't get the reflection correct on the character because like, his mm-hmm. whole body is completely reflective, and that's why Big Man was put on hold for a while. I don't know if this is a joke or not, but that's what they said, was that that's why Big Man was not put out yet because of... Uh, because of the fully reflectiveness. But what I think is cool is that Shiver, one of the one of the um, new characters, is uh, Nintendo's first and only, I think, non-binary character. And you know, as being it is specified in this article, major non-binary character. There's some debate about Birdo. I thought Birdo was trans. Oh yeah. I, I mean, so. I guess yep. I, I mean we. I, I don't think we necessarily know what what Birdo's pronouns are. I don't think Birdo is has said that yet. News I knew Birdo is trans. Yeah. I mean in, in the original like uh in the original booklet of uh Mario Two, I think it even said that Birdo was trans. I mean not in that exact in those exact words, but but you know, my me me being a non binary person myself, I appreciate Nintendo's support for that. And uh my wife does too. So that's cool. I like that. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's a cool thing. Um, and also, if you uh, if you want to play the um, the whatever it's called um, the global test fire, if you want to play it, you can preload it, and they like send you an email. I think they're going to send you a code 
to download it, which is weird. You won't just do it from the eShop. But the 27th of August, John wasn't here last week, so we didn't get to talk about it. But the 27th of August, you'll actually be able to play Splatoon 3 for free for 12 hours in the first three-way Splatfest, which will be rock, rock versus Paper versus Scissors. So if you're going to play it, John, if you want to play it, mm. make sure you download it early. Because I remember one time we tried to play we tried to play the Global Test Fire, and you had not downloaded yet, and it took a really long time, and I don't think we ever got to playing it. But no, we did. We did try it. I, I yeah, didn't think I didn't work. think we got to it because it because it took so long I, to download. I downloaded it, but but we had some trouble connecting once I did. Oh, okay. I remember running around in the plaza or whatever. Or maybe you played it without us. But anyway, anybody who wants to play it, get to it early, and I think it's like a gig and a half or something like that. But yeah, that's what's that's what's going on with that. Um, there's going to be a Disney and Marvel Games Showcase coming up. I think that's D. That's like D12, right? Or D23. D23 is the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really ex- oh that yeah. So that's a few weeks away. I'm re- I'm sure I mentioned it before, but I'm really excited about D23 because uh, that's when they're announcing the official casting of the Fantastic Four movie. So oh, that's cool. I've had I've had dreams about that even. I had a cool idea. I don't think they're going to do it because they don't want to say it yet, but I've been reading a lot of She-Hulk comics because there's the new She-Hulk show coming out on uh, Disney+, and the comics are really good. And in almost all of the She-Hulk stories, the Thing always makes an appearance on there, and this is the idea I had. I thought it would be really cool that if She-Hulk, the character, would get a call from the Thing in the show, and you wouldn't show the Thing, but you could just hear the voice of whoever was going to play the Thing in the movie. That was my mm-hmm. idea. But they're not going to do that. That's that's too, giving too much away before the movie. But but you know, well, it is curious then that the She-Hulk show is just premiering, and then they're talking about debuting the the, the cast of Fantastic Four in just a few weeks at three. Actually, you know, you, you yeah, it, it's a possibility, is what you're saying. It could yeah. happen. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, in the comics, She-Hulk was very close. Like, she was a Fantastic Four member for a good amount of time. Actually, she, when I first started reading Fantastic Four in the 90s, when Reed Richards was, when Reed Richards was presumed dead, uh, She-Hulk was a main member of the Fantastic Four. So, yeah. So that would be really cool if they did a cool tie-in on that that was delayed. Like, that would be a really interesting, like, cameo to, like, show, like, after it's, yeah, no, no, that, that gives more, uh, gives more like um belief to my to my idea there that maybe it could still happen because yeah the the thing makes an appearance many times because they are friends they're good friends and all that so i I thought it'd be cool for him to like it it reminded me of like what they would do on like some of the cw shows where you'd see like like somebody get a call and it would say bruce wayne on the phone but you wouldn't like hear the voice and be like oh there's batman you know they would do little cameos and stuff like that it kind of reminded me of that of that type of thing, but what I what I really what I hope they show is that um is that Disney game the racing game you know the free to play one because I'm interested in that like the one that's going to have all the extra Pixar shit and all that in there. They haven't really given yeah. a full release date for that and all that and all that, so I'm excited to see that. And maybe there'll be uh oh yeah they say there's going to be some extra stuff for the uh, Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga, which is a game that I got and beat and had a lot of fun with. And Marvel Midnight Sun, even though that one's already been delayed, it's been delayed again. It's not coming out till next year, but whatever. That's a good thing. I'm wondering if they decided to do this uh, Disney Marvel Games showcase because they wanted to highlight that perhaps they're having a more cohesive strategy toward the games, just as they do for the movies. And like maybe they're kind of reeling things in to have a Marvel 
an MGU, Marvel Game Universe, or something. I don't that, know. That would that would be cool. That'd I mean, cool. I, I would yeah. I would like to see them do that. I'm surprised that they haven't, but they don't. I, I mean, Disney Probably a lot more complicated than than sure. doing movies. Yeah. You know? I mean, I mean, I guess they. Well, I mean, like some things are connected, like the Guardians of the Galaxy game and the and the Avengers game or whatever. But but yeah, it's like uh, yeah, I don't know. They've seen they put more more into the cinematic universe and all that than than the video games. So. So there you go. How about this Tetris Effect Connected World Championships? That's cool. Yeah, right. I mean, you. I was. Uh, <laughs> I figured that you and Jeremy would have something to say about it, or <laughs> just. Uh... Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm gonna tune in, and and uh, you know that that's gonna be a fun one to watch because the visual nature of, of uh, of that game of Tetris Effect. But that's cool that that they're giving more love to to the newer editions of Tetris versus just the the NES version. Which sort of gets a lot of the attention these days. But you can uh, you can register for it. You can, you yourself can register. Uh, I guess the yeah, register give it a try. Registration just happened today. Like I thought. I mean, just like you know, give it a go. Like it, it kind of yeah. it, it automatically made me think of like you know Tetris ninety nine Maximus, like stuff like that, like the Tetris Maximus things where you can all you all can play. You know, mm-hmm. but I'm sure this is a little more complicated, but. But yeah, I mean, yeah, if if not, if you don't get to the registration, which actually is going to go through the end of the month, through 831, you can at least watch it. And yes, it'll be very visual, because the game is very visual. So there you go. One more thing I wanted to mention real quick. I think this is cool. Probably Nintendo, but Vince Gilligan stated that he wanted to make a GTA-like game set in the Breaking Bad universe. Vince Vince Gilligan of, uh, of Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul fame. Yep. Which I'm which sure you've not seen the final episode yet. Okay. I won't say anything. It's just good. It's very good. That's all I'll say. I mean, yep. that's all I'll say about I mean, I've I think that show has been fantastic the whole way through. So Me too. I, I don't want I don't want to spoil anything cool. about it, but I really it was one of the yeah. It's good. IGN gave it a ten for the final not that it that matters for their T V ratings or whatever, but Yeah. It was it was like appointment TV for me. Like I made sure Perfect. we watched it. Jess and I watched it live when it came on at eight o'clock. We watched the last two episodes at eight o'clock, so it was important. I was uh I was coming to my Airbnb from the airport when it was airing, so I couldn't watch it. And then the next day I was filming. And yeah, yeah. When, when, I thought about watching it today, but I'm so tired. Sure. I just want to give it my full attention tomorrow. Yeah. When, when I had when I when I was able to to like just you know to watch it on the time. It's much easier, like like juggling a uh, internet cable and all that. Like, there's always some like ridiculousness to it. Where, where, yeah, some of it. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So I try to like, if you're not watching it right on the hour, you may not be able to watch it until the next day, depending on it. Every channel is different. It's really weird. It's a whole thing. And a, it's a side note, but for some reason, my internet cable forgot to record the AEW Dynamite tonight. Which is what I've been looking forward to more than anything is watching this. And now I can't watch it because it didn't record, so I have to wait till know. it's on demand. So I'm not happy about that because uh, apparently I haven't looked. Don't look. Don't spoil it. Whatever. Apparently Kenny Omega came back tonight, and I really wanted to watch it. And I was able to watch the first 20 minutes live, but then somehow it didn't record. So I'm gonna have to try to figure out how to make it through the night without looking at Twitter or anything like that. But yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's that. Um, we don't have anything else, right? That we need to talk about. Yeah, I think we're good. I tried to look through. Uh, I tried to look through our news and make sure there wasn't anything that we forgot on there. All right. Um, well, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's our uh, episode three thirty four. A little shorter than usual, but 
you know, not not a whole lot going on in, in the news world this week. So it'll be one of those things where it's like, oh, it's short next week. But then for some reason, the one the one at next week will be like two and a half hours or something like that. Hopefully not. But anyway, thanks everybody for listening. And for patrons, make sure that you check out our uh, our 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 uh, our poll for the next uh, expansion pack episode. I think most everybody has voted, but if you haven't, go check that out. Patreon.com slash podcast. And whatever you pick will be the next episode that we do and all that. And if you're not on the Patreon yet, go to that address that I said earlier. And uh, for a dollar, you can see all of our bonus episodes and get on, get in on the polls and all that stuff. And at higher levels, you can listen to the WART radio wrap-ups and see the videos and all that sort of thing. So that's uh, worth checking out and all that. And if you want to watch me on Twitch, I've been trying to get back to it for Multiplayer Mondays or Flashback Fridays or First Person Fridays. It's going to be different ones. We'll switch it around depending on what it is. Uh, check out twitch.tv slash podcast. And also you can find us at youtube.com slash podcast. And you can find Jeremy and I on Twitter at Nintendo underscore domain. That's my name. And at jmaxstack. That's Jeremy's name. And uh, that's that. Thanks everybody for listening. We've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jerry Murkowski. I'm John Nitter. And John Nitter. And uh, we'll see you next week. See ya!